are you zealous to walk in everything that God has called you to and everything that His Word has made available to you? Hey everyone, I want to welcome you back to another devotional this week. We're so happy that you tuned in to join us. If you would go ahead and like and subscribe, let us know you're watching. It's, uh, we pray that this is a great blessing to you. I want to share with you today on God being a jealous God. The Bible says in Exodus chapter 34 in verse 14, it says, For thou shalt worship no other God, for the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous God. God is a jealous God. God is a jealous God. Jealousy is he's so much of who he is for you to, he's jealous for you to succeed. He's jealous for you to follow him and only him. You can see it all through the Old Testament. The moment Israel, the moment his people began deviating from the covenant, he was jealous to bring them back into fellowship with him. So are you jealous for God? Are you zealous? The Bible has one, there's in the Hebrew and in the Greek, the word that's used for zeal and zealous is also translated and used for jealousy, for envy, for coveting, for all of these things. But how can we, how can we look at this and say, well, God told us not to covet our neighbor's belongings, but he told you to covet earnestly after spiritual gifts. It's because the difference between whether the zeal you have is being used appropriately or not is where it lies, where it lies and where it's placed. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 2, Paul said, for I am jealous over you with godly jealousy, for I have espoused you to one husband that I might present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. So a proper zeal is a godly jealousy. What did Paul, what was Paul's, the jealousy that he was jealous over them with was a godly jealousy to present them as a chaste virgin to Christ. And so Paul was zealous for the Corinthians. He was zealous for them to have what God said they should have. So the other thing here is in Romans chapter 10, verse 1 and 2, Paul talks about that he had a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge because he was ignorant of what God was really doing and he was persecuting the church. And so this is the key here when it comes to zeal, is zeal for God, but according to knowledge. Zeal, zeal for God, but according to knowledge. There's a lot of people that are zealous for a lot of things, but that's not according to knowledge. There's people who are zealous for different, you know, they, you can go and see all the weird things that people do. People like to, they call worship painting on a stage during the worship service. They're zealous for the talent that God's given them, but it's not according to knowledge. You must do things the Bible way. The Bible says that God's people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. We must come to the word every day in zeal after what God's word says and what God's word commands us to do. Jesus was our example of this that demonstrated God being a jealous God. He said uh, when he went into the 
uh, temple and he drove out the money changers and made a whip of cords, the disciples saw his zeal and they saw his actions. And it says that they remembered that it is written, zeal for thine house has eaten me up. And so Jesus was so zealous for the house of God that it provoked him to action. It provoked him to do something about the injustice and the wrong that was going on in the house of God. And this is why it's important to do it according to knowledge is because not every need in the world constitutes as your calling. <laughs> Just because something might be in your heart to do, you've got to seek the Lord on it and be zealous according to knowledge of what he's called you to do and in light of the gospel that he's called called us to preach. The Bible says in Second Corinthians or in First Corinthians twelve thirty one to covet earnestly the best gifts. And then Paul said, But I will show unto you a more excellent way. So your zeal, if you go into following the next chapter, all of chapter thirteen is about love. Your zeal must be accompanied by love, which is the better way. Because if you don't have a zeal with love, your zeal will turn and persecute others. You'll have a zeal for the principles of God, but since you don't have a love for the people of God, the principles of God are turned to persecute people for why they're not doing what you think they should be doing according to what you think the word of God says. But there's that missing vital ingredient there, which is love. You have to be zealous with the love of God. A godly jealousy. <laughs> so a good way of, of knowing <laughs> the difference between are you in love or not in love when it comes to zeal or are you in coveting the best gifts or are you coveting what your neighbor has <laughs> is when somebody gets a breakthrough. Is your attitude about this right or wrong? Do you see what God's done for them and do you celebrate with them or are you envious of them and you go to prayer and you say, God, where's mine? Why hasn't this happened to me? I should have had that. <laughs> you should celebrate because when you celebrate with your brothers and sisters in Christ, you say, whatever the Lord does for them, he can do it again for me. God's not a respecter of persons. God's looking for faith on the earth to see who he can show his self strong on. And we've got to make sure that we have a godly zeal <laughs> that celebrates the victories of our brothers and sisters in Christ. Paul was zealous for the things of God but he was also zealous so that the people of God would come into what God had for them. So zeal will move you to accomplish what God has called you to do. So you've got to ask yourself, what are you zealous for? Because that's what you'll do. <laughs> David was a man after God's own heart who would do all of God's will. So what was David's zeal? It was for God's own heart. God's heart is for people. So when you become zealous for God's heart, you will become a radical soul winner. <laughs> you, your mission in life will revolve around what God wants to get to his people. <laughs> it no longer just becomes about me, myself, and I, but it's about the people of God. And you can tell this because there's people who are zealous for a move of God, for the gifts of God, for the manifestation of the Holy Ghost, but they're not after the heart of God. And when that happens, and we should be zealous for the move of God, but the move of God comes for the purpose of ministering to and touching people, winning them to 
to the Lord, seen people saved, healed, set free and delivered. It's all about Jesus manifesting to destroy the works of the devil. That's what his whole purpose was, <laughs> manifesting to destroy the works of the devil, the Bible says in 1 John. And so we've got to make sure that our zeal is in line with that, that we're not just looking for the next sign, the next wonder, the next prophecy, the next miracle, but we're looking for people's lives to be transformed, for souls to be saved, people to be set free, healed, delivered completely, <laughs> and so that God would have glory through what he does through and in his people. Because when you start just looking and being zealous after signs, <laughs> you become like Paul said, he, was he had a zeal, but not according to knowledge. Because there's a bigger picture. There's a purpose behind that. Signs and prophecies and all those things, they're not to point to just to the man of God. They're to point people to Jesus. They're to point people to Jesus. People think that they're zealous for the Spirit, and many of them are, but not according to knowledge. Because the gifts and instructions of the Spirit, what the Word of God says here, is to protect us and keep us on track with the way that God moves. A zeal for God was seen as jealous for the affections and loyalty of his people or zealous for their success and, salva and, and salvation. And you see it time and time again throughout the Old Testament. If they were serving God, he had a zeal and a passion to bring them into the promised land, bring them into what he promised them, bring them into the, the kingdom that he wanted them to be and the people that he wanted them to be. But if they went away from God, <laughs> then he had a zeal to immediately bring them back to him. And he would set things, he would send prophets, he would send things on the earth to turn his people back to him. Another test for your zeal is what moves your money. <laughs> the Bible says where your heart is there, or where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And so you can tell where your heart lies is where your zeal will be. So look at where your money is going and that's where your zeal will be. So let's just wrap this up here and look at Revelation chapter 3 and verse 19. <clears throat> Revelation three nineteen it says, As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Part of the message of repentance, Paul told Timothy, is not just to flee from youthful lusts, but to pursue godliness. It's not just what you're turning away from, but what you're turning toward. And so that's what, that's what repentance is all about. It's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. We are turning towards God, away from sin, away from wrongdoing, away from where we've missed it. And we are running after godliness, pursuing godliness, pursuing righteousness, pursuing what God's called us to do. We're laying aside the things of the past. We're laying aside the things of our life before and we're running after and pursuing with zeal the things that God has for us. So I pray that that would be you this week. That would be you today. That when the doors are open to the house of God, you have a zeal that eats you up just like Jesus had. You have a zeal to pursue what God has said you can have and you will lay hold of the word of God and see the promises of God come to pass in your life. Amen. I pray that this was a blessing to you. Like and share the broadcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and God bless you.